0: The only thing that's not on here that I really want to talk about, though, is cops. The local law enforcement, constabulary. Yeah. You commit one crime, and the moment you do that, they're pulling you over. They're, they're trying to arrest you, right? Real life or Skyrim? <laughs> were you, oh, man. Were you riding dirty? Both.
1: 100% both. Real life, life. or Skyrim? I want to say Skyrim.
0: Do they ask you to pay, pay the court a fine or serve your something?
1: Do
2: they say you're not worth the time?
0: Mm. Well, I don't know. It didn't happen to me, but it happened in front of me this morning. I was watching, so driving down the road, this car is like zoom, 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 comes up roaring behind me, cuts in front of, between two vehicles, this like, you know, I don't know how they fit there. And the moment they switch over, lights go on. The car that they cut in front of was a cop. They got pulled over (laughs) right away. So, real life. Real life. Uh, Oh, man. I I went. Hello,
2: Skyrim
1: Skyrim 2. I went. Pay the quarter fine or serve your sentence. Welcome, everybody, to episode five of Arrows to the Knee the one, the only hashtag Dovercast. I am one of your hosts, one of your many, many fabulous hosts, Killian Giants Toe McMurphy, joined as ever. By Dorian Fetch the Mead Mitchell.
2: I'm sworn to carry your burdens.
1: And Lee Grill leaks, Stetson. Honest pay for honest work. Oh, yeah. And we're very, very, very excited by our, what is it, our third guest of the podcast? Third guest. Brad Draugr. How you doing, Brad? Doing well, doing well. Now, you may know Brad from last episode. He popped in and made some off-color comments regarding Fallout. What's up?
3: What's a fallout? I don't know, I don't know. It's a all of color. I mean, we're here to talk about Fallout and all of its glory and so how excited we are for the new so Fallout seventy we, six. We've told you it's not the Fallout Forum. What?
2: This is not the Fallout Forum. Why? Okay.
1: All right. This is the one, the only hashtag DovaCast. <laughs> but we do have some questions about Fallout though. Dorian, why don't we go with that first? Go ahead. Sure
2: so, now, uh, as our devoted listeners know. Every segment that we had a guest, I do. I ask a couple questions. I get to know them personally. And I decided to give it a title, finally. It's called, Do You Have a Minute?
1: You didn't run that by Lee or myself.
2: Anyway, moving <laughs> on past that. So, Brad,
3: uh, what's your Skyrim experience like? How did you get into the game? Well, so I... Uh... Actually stumbled across it when I had some spare time, and I really liked the whole atmosphere that it was a post-apocalyptic world um, with some guns. Made okay, on. again, again, I don't think I'm uh, thinking of the right thing. No,
1: no, what? you're thinking of Red what? Dead Redemption. Oh, you're thinking of yes. Halo,
0: I believe. Yes, yes, uh, you're thinking uh, of Tetris. What? Yes, maybe. Well, it's it's, no, it's pretty post-apocalyptic, right? The Septum Wars, Tiber Septum.
1: Yeah, Skyrim is honestly. I was thinking about this the other day. In a little post-apocalyptic, I feel like everything big happened X number of years ago. Yeah. Besides the actual, you know, whole yeah, end Burt of the. Yeah. Burt Denolds is correct. Burt Denolds.
2: Oh, <laughs> Burt
3: <laughs> <He> Denolds.
1: <laughs> so I just start playing Skyrim.
3: Uh, so yeah, no, I, I just started playing Skyrim, I guess. Uh, well, I, actually, I first started playing Morrowind um, as my first opportunity to play it, and then I got into Skyrim once it came out, and I found it a little bit more comprehensible because I was not as young. Mm-hmm. Um, in my older age, I understood the game, mm-hmm. um, and I had some like, downtime uh, between classes, and I immersed myself in the world. Nice. Very
1: cool. So you skipped over then well, uh, a Blue Oblivion. Blue. I did. I did. That's interesting. It's yeah. usually the other way around. Usually I, was, I was, like I
3: said, younger when I discovered Morrowind first. and mm-hmm. it was, I don't know for some reason I couldn't understand it. I was stupid back when I was little. Um, not the most intelligent. Well, Skyrim's also been a lot more streamlined than <laughs> yeah. Morrowind
1: yeah. was. and A lot more for the casual gamer. Did you ever go back and try to play Morrowind? No, because I graduated to a different game system. Ah, so.
3: good point. Yep. Good point.
2: So, because I know you want to tell us, what's a Fallout? Why should I care about
3: Fallout? Those Fallout movies. You should should really care about the Fallout, just because you know when they drop bombs, you know you want to make sure you're underground. There's a lot of uh, wordplay going on, I believe. Yeah. (laughs) So you know, you when you're underground, you got to wait for the fallout to clear so you can come back above Ah. the ground and not be some sort of ghoul or mutant super. Draugr. Yeah, a draugr per se. Play versus a zombie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Skyrim actually is after Fallout, like you know from all the nuclear. Ah, oh. happenings. You know, as time moves forward, everybody. gets So the first Dragonborn
0: hit in a refrigerator.
3: Absolutely.
1: Popped out. Fallout. Yep. Popped yep. out. out
3: drinking nuka cola. Oh, nuka cola. <laughs> Do you have any oh, ale good. or mead? No, it's mostly nuka cola or quantum cola. Um, you said Skyrim it's... comes
1: after Fallout. <laughs> just pre- just prediction. Just prediction. Oh, okay. That's in, that's very interesting.
2: But they are, but made by the same company.
1: Yeah, Bethesda. Bethesda, which they've they've claimed they have
3: no relevance. But in Fallout Four, there was Nernroot discovered. Ah, yes, so Nernroot.
2: You know
1: you're a goddamn liar, Todd Howard. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Todd Howard, you Please ignore that. We love you, Todd. You're <laughs> great, Todd. Just kidding. I'm going yeah. for your whole thing. <laughs>
2: oh, okay, so Nernal
1: historians. Ah, yes, the history of Nernals. Nernals. <laughs> so I yeah, got a question for you. Yes
2: because you're a big Fallout guy, mm-hmm. apparently, first time I've hearing about this, mm-hmm. would you rather have a Daedric sword or the Fallout equivalent of a Daedric sword? And what would the Fallout
3: equivalent be of that weapon? That's pretty tough. So a Daedric would be probably similar to a Super Mutant. So it'd be something that they carry, which would be like a mini-gun, assault rifle, something along those lines. Um, but I still don't, In Fallout, I don't, I usually don't, I'm not a heavy weapon guy. It's more of a Fallout boy. Yeah, I'm a
1: Fallout boy.
2: I think this this is more than you bargained for.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So do you remember about the last time you played Skyrim? I sure do. Anything about your character? What race do you play? Tell us about your play style, stuff like that.
3: Uh, So when I do play Skyrim, um, which I, I do I do still play. I guess a couple months ago, actually. I popped mm-hmm. it in, played a few hours. Um, but usually the whole day, if I remember correctly. Possibly. I'm not going to admit it, but possibly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I usually play as an elf. Um, dark elf, high elf. Um, I bounce back and forth, you know, depending. Um, but I always play as, you know, basically a battle mage. Um, somebody who's mm-hmm. very... Well, with magic, but also has good light armor skill. Um, and then, of course, if I run out of magic, I have some sort of small weapon to be able to. Right, a to dagger dealize. or
0: something
3: like that. Yeah.
1: Yep. Cool. Cool. Um, it's kind of like your play style, right, Dory? Isn't that how you kind of play usually?
2: Um, I would say not. So I, lately, I've been off the magica per se. Um, mostly what I've been doing recently is just. Developing my character at Raw Scales. And just I've been so I'm about to legendary my light armor, my one-handed, my destruction, and my illusion,
1: believe it or not. Wow. Well, how'd, gonna, you, how'd you manage that?
2: We're gonna talk about that later on, Gillian. Oh.
1: But how about you? What's new with you, man? Um, I just discovered this place called Bard's Landing, which is really cool. It's almost, it's, it's I think it's near fault Wreath. Um big mountain at the at the edge of that mountain, there's a cliff with almost like a diving board on it. If you jump off that dive, board, are Leap. Bards yeah. Leap. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess Leap Landing. First you leap, you but saying, then you land. Are you saying Lee Landing? Lee Landing. Okay. Um, land on the leaks. Ah, <laughs> Land on the Leaks. <laughs> when you jump off the diving board and you, you land water. in the water, you walk out of the water and there's a ghost that'll give you a little increase in speech. Well, so funny. that's, that's kind of cool. Is he a spooky ghost or a friendly uh, he's ghost? He's a friendly ghost. Uh, friendly right. ghost. That happened to me recently. I recently got a Reefling follower, which Aww. is really cool, but then I murdered him by accident. Oh. And um, I actually wanted to do a follow-up to what we talked about last episode of Hardest Enemies. Throw everything I said out the window because I faced Karstag. Oh, oh you got boss. him. Okay. Yes, I moved his skull onto his throne. Right. And I had to take it down to novice. And even then, even then, it took me like three tries to kill him. And at least thirty minutes for each of those tries. He has so much health, and are, the area around him is a constant storm, and it's constantly doing damage to you. And no matter how much you conjure and how many followers you have, it is so so tough so to it's kill Karstag. Battle of attrition. Yeah, yeah. yeah seems absolutely, like it. What, absolutely, absolutely. What, uh, what, what level are you? What level am I? Almost eighty. I want to say oh. seventy-four. 75 okay.
2: something I'm, like that. I'm 66 and I forgot to mention my little update too I found uh, I've been listening the Black Books on Sola as well mm-hmm. and I found one that gave me the perk um, Black Market and for 15 minutes every day I can summon a Dramora Merchant
1: and that's buy so different wares
2: cool. and sell them things and he's awesome
1: like Daedra Hearts and yep
2: Daedra Hearts Daedra Armor cool. Daedra Weapons yeah. so that's well enough
0: fun. of this jibber jabber what's happening with you Lee Oh, pretty much the same path. I actually just started building a new house, hey. uh, so I went around to the Yarls uh, with villages outside, trying to find. I knew there were two other houses. It took me a while, but I figured it out. And in that, I just did some general questing, uh, very light stuff. Uh, I solved some vampire problem in a nice. village. Yeah, the little little girl was playing hide and seek at night.
2: Uh, I remember. The, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's a very creepy quest. Dicey. Mm.
2: Now, if you're a vampire, you get special dialogue with the other vampires in town, actually. I found that out.
0: Oh, yeah? yeah. Well, I'm not a vampire. I am, I am. harbinger of the companions, and just, it is my sworn duty to stamp out the vampire. the harbinger of the companions. I am. What do you do? Fetch their meat? No, no, that's me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you do. That's fetch me. the meat, Mitchell. Uh, uh,
2: that's me, man.
1: Checks out. That checks out. So, while well, we have a minute, earlier you talked about high elves. Hmm? Speaking of those kind of elves, you ever have a long week, long stressful week where you just need to relax at the end of the day? Sure. You know, you got all this tension built up, you just need to take the edge off. Nothing better than a little skooma, my man. A little sip of skooma here, increase skooma. your stamina. Yeah, a little, a
2: little skooma. Buy her is dangerous.
1: No, that's just the government trying to tell you that, oh man. Because they don't want you to free your mind. Oh, my. Which takes us to our sponsor for this episode, Riften's local skooma dealer, Sarthus Idrin. Oh. Yes, very, very nice guy. Gets a bad rap, really. He's just trying to help the community. You ever had Skuma skooma, Brent? No, but I have had mentats. What did you just? I don't in? know what that
2: is.
3: I don't know what that is. What? Sounds like it's, it's not talking about holiday anymore. Oh, no. What is it? Is mentats. That? Mentats are a nice pill that give you a nice boost all around, but it uh, definitely deteriorates your health. Ooh. But you never felt anything higher than when you're on a mentat. Do you have any with you right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me here, You You haven't sw- have
2: a little bit. You know, very little frantic today. You may mm. say altoids, but they're mentats. <laughs> well, I love
0: my skuma. Oh, and you're saying Sid- El- El- Idris Elba? What? Something like Who's that. Who's selling Sartis? this? <laughs> Sartus Idrin. Sartus Idrin. local dealer.
1: Yes, look, he, he, uh He didn't donate any money, per se, to this episode, but he made it worth my time, if you know what I mean.
0: Ooh. I don't know what you mean. I don't want to know what you mean. But we're going to be With cool. With drugs. Oh, oh, lots of drugs. Oh. oh, I did know what you meant. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: okay, okay. okay. Uh-huh. But sometimes things can get a little wonky, a little weird. What do you mean? Skooma. You know, stuff can just seem out of place. Oh. Not right. Almost like a glitch or a bug.
2: Wait, the World of Skyrim having bugs and glitches? This seems... ain't Fallout.
1: Yeah, this ain't Fallout. Ah. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Mm. Look
2: out. <laughs> but are you, are you what you mean? I've run into these glitches. Actually, a lot. When you were on Skuma? No. Uh, I've never touched this stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me neither. Wink. Awful.
1: Wink. <laughs> because it's an audio format.
2: Exactly. But yeah, so one glitch that I've encountered is I beat this dragon. It was an ancient dragon. And in broad daylight, I beat him. I'm like, okay, here comes the soul. I'm going to give a little soul boost. I'm going to be really, looking really cool. And his skeleton starts twitching. I'm like, oh, and you know how sometimes the skeletons will like, settle and whatnot? Mm-hmm. He starts twitching. And he's bump, b- bumping up and down. He's bopping around. He's moving for a good minute or so. And, like, no one's touching, nothing's happening, he's just moving around by himself. I turned around and ran, because that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. So that was one glitch I encountered.
0: Mm-hmm. How about you, Lee? Oh, you know, it's it's interesting. Having played this way back, uh, what, seven, eight years ago when it first came out, seeing what the glitches are now, I'm seeing a lot more of issues with uh, just rendering. Maybe it's something with the Switch uh, rendering issues. So I'm walking through mountains, mm-hmm. and that that's actually one of my favorite things to do in games. It goes back to playing like GoldenEye on the N64, Uh, just graphical glitches that let you access areas that you shouldn't be able to reach. I've actually been completely underneath Windhelm before, which is kind of a neat adventure. I'm standing on nothing, but I'm looking up to the the village above me. I'm seeing a lot of people who are also experiencing issues where they're sitting inside of seats. Um, I've had that issue. Yeah, I'm on the Switch as well, and
2: I had the same issue happen to me.
1: So when you're under a city... um, do you ever find random like chests and stuff under the city or anything cool like that? Because um, I've heard talk about that. Oh them. no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I okay. Yeah. yeah, no. Um, I think
3: underneath that town too, if you go a certain way, because obviously there's no real pathway, right? But you can go down a certain way, and I think that there was like chests or something left for the beta testers. Okay. To kind of get access to, it. and the same thing with Winterhold. There's a there's a there's a certain wall that you can. Maneuver through it, oh. and there's some nice, uh, equipment uh, com- down yeah, there. yeah. So, those
0: chests, uh, which are accessible while you're in the regular play area. I know there's also one out uh, in Dawnstar, mm. that was one of those.
2: I've run into an encounter where a chest was like on top of another chest or like melding into the chest, but each one had their own contents. That was pretty cool, mm. very wacky though, very wacky stuff. How about you, Killian?
1: Um, nothing too crazy. The uh, the classic, uh a dead dragon will sometimes spawn random yeah. places and I can't interact with it or steal its bones yeah. or jump its bones. Um, Ooh,
2: okay, we should have past that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kept trying to hang up the uh, ebony blade the other day. Right. And every time I would try to hang it up, it would fall.
2: So one glitch, I, speaking of hanging up weapons, one glitch I have in Herjim, Herjabirdim, Herjabirdim, and in um, Windhelm is... I would go to hang out my weapons. I would name a weapon, go hang it up. On a certain plaque, it will revert back to the standard, like, Daedric Greatsword, Superior whatever. Mm-hmm. It will lose the name. Get rid of the name forever. Yeah. So that's weird.
1: My thing with glitches is every time they happen, I write them down because I'm like, this is going to be great for the podcast. And then when I read them later, I was like, that is so lame mm-hmm. and uneventful that well, no one's probably going to
0: care. You know, I've benefited from a few, though. For whatever reason, around level, let's call it 30, I spent two or three levels where every dungeon I went through, every time I turned around, there were potions on the ground. And these were like oh. real potions, valuable potions, most of which I just ended up selling, but they just, they were everywhere. It's, it's like uh, the game just started spitting them out anytime I would enter a room, turn around, defeat an enemy, and it just, it made no sense, and then it stopped happening. Um, so it was a very distinct... Because they were just lying, littering the ground. It wasn't like there were more on shelves or anything. They were, they were just everywhere. You couldn't walk five paces.
2: That reminds me, too. I was in Soul Stein the other day in a Wreekling uh, cave, and I look to my right, and I see this tent, and what's under the tent is about a 1,000 copies of everyone's favorite novel, The Lusty Argonian Maid, volumes 1 and 2, just stacked up.
1: Is that a glitch or is that an I don't know.
2: Thing? I have no idea. I, I looked into it briefly, but I couldn't get a inclusive answer. Are those Reeklings that. just horned up? I probably I think it's a print up, shop. Pages sticky. I did not examine them because I didn't want
3: to get diseases or. Reclings you know. don't orgasm. Everybody knows that. <laughs> oh, by Yeah, Can you see orgasm on a podcast? Orgasm. By, by far, they're probably the biggest uh, glitch I've ever seen. So I was, I was lockpicking, right? Um, and there's this, uh, there's this room that I'm going through and, you know, I go through and then all of a sudden I see all these, you know, unknown enemies. So they have like their green skin, two fangs coming out of the bottom left. Of their jaw, okay. I'm going to tell you makes, right there again. This is an, not the form. I go, oh. I go to reach for my exploding 10 millimeter Another pistol. Oh, nice. And next thing I know, it's a staff. I don't know who's playing these jokes on me, but okay. they keep happening.
2: I don't understand a word of that. I don't want to understand a word of it. And that's fine.
1: <laughs> you know, a weapon you should have used...
0: The Red Eagle Sword. Ah. Mm-hmm. Which, reminds which Which me. one? There's actually two Red Eagle Swords. Red
2: Eagle Sword and Red, Red Eagle's Bane. Yeah. Oh, okay. One's, I didn't even know that. Yeah, one's fire and one is
0: ice, I believe. Wow. No, I think they're both fire.
2: No, I think the Bane is uh, ice, it's frost damage.
0: You guys it's won't one. fight. Yes. Oh, uh, what we'll fight? <laughs> He'll apologize next episode. Do you have an apology line? Oh, I, this don't, episode? I don't. I <laughs>
2: don't. I do not. Because I'm usually right.
1: Except I'm not. Oh, that's great. But speaking of the Red Eagle, that takes us to our reading for today. Ah. Now, Bartholomew, we've asked you to take place in this reading. Would you uh, take part, should I say, in this reading? I shall follow you. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. I can't wait. Killing, could you give us the name of the book? It is The Legend of Red Eagle. Found all over Skyrim. There's a lot of copies of this book all over the place. And if I remember correctly, this is the
0: beginning of Lee's favorite quest line. Absolutely. It's where I inherited one of my greatest mansions under the earth. Mm. So a cave. And also, correct me if I'm... Potato, potato. (laughs) Skyrim, (laughs) Fallout.
2: No, it's not... Also, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it true that you can read the book as many times as you
1: want and activate the quest over and over again? Yeah, you can. I I did it the other day by accident. I have no interest in actually going back to the cave. Oh. I need to bring everyone down. The (laughs) tale was transcribed from the memory of Claris Vien, a student of Winterhold. Elements of the legend suggested date C1E 1030. Though As with any oral tradition, oh my, much of it is likely a later... What's that word? Anachronism? What he said. Anachronism. Anachronism. Curiously, stories of a similar king and his legendary blade appear in other ancient myths of the Reach.
3: So long ago,
1: a child was born in the Sundered
3: Hills. They named him Faolan, which means red eagle in the tongue of the Reach, for the screeching bird call that greeted his birth and the crimson blooms
1: on the autumn hills. Thus began his legend, Reach Child, born under auspicious skies, his very name, The Color of Blood.
3: Ten kings ruled the Reach in those days, and though men were free, the people were scattered and warred against themselves. The augurs foresaw the boy's destiny—a warrior without peer, first and foremost,
1: lord of the Reach, chosen to unite all under his name. Fall on grew in years and strength, and it seemed the prophecy would be fulfilled. The banner of the Red Eagle was raised along the hill, the cliffs of the Reach, and his people prospered.
2: Well done.
1: Oh yeah, well done. This is a long book. Are we good? So, yeah,
2: so the plan is to break it up into segments, and over the next few episodes, we'll learn more about the legend of Red Eagle.
1: Oh, yes! Well done for your first read. Very I, good. I have out. not read out loud since high school. Oh, that no, was excellently done. Yeah, that was proud so, of you no know. Muppet voices, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, speaking of voices, let's. uh, That's not a good. That's not a good uh, segue at all. Are they talking to you right <laughs> now? Yeah, like, somebody's talking. What's your favorite school of magic, Dorian? Ooh, I was gonna, I was gonna say voices to shouts and then shouts to magic, but you know. you're reaching. You're, you're reaching. Speaking of the reach, <laughs> you're very much so, reaching, my yeah,
2: boy. So school to magic, everyone's gonna, everyone thinks, oh, destruction, the number one must-have tool when you're a battle mage or just you know a spell sword or just a guy who likes magic. However, I found that for me. I've been actually, my illusion and alteration are the highest among my magicka, just because they're so useful. With illusion, you can do so many things. Pacify, fear, clairvoyance, you can get out of that tight spot you're in, don't know where you're going, you're all turned around. You can do muffle, which I always use. Mm -hmm.
1: Didn't you do a calming spell on a bunch of uh, pit bulls? Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot, yeah. So
2: I I did Kind's Peace, which is is fantastic, because no one's hurt animals. But I'm in, I'm in... Let's not get I'm in Falters. That's, that's a spell. There's a similar shout, I thought. Oh, so, so there's two shouts. No, so it's not a spell. It's, yeah. it's two shouts. Twist in a shout. Um, yes, twist in a shout. Come on. There's Animal Allegiance and Kind's Peace. And I'm in this place called Falder's Tooth. It's like a fort. And there's 100, about 100 pit wolves in this place. I yes. Uh, <laughs> so I'm through the walls, so I'm terrified. But yeah, so Alteration also is fantastic. Ebony Flesh is one of my favorite spells. It's, you can't beat it. And telekinesis is great.
1: You just throw buckets of people or chairs or... Put them on the shopkeeper's heads. It's very, steam. very
2: humorous. But how about you, Killian?
1: I'm a restoration guy. Oh. And I've always, since the beginning of this podcast, touted my skills when it comes to restoration. I'm about to double legendary in it, which is very, very nice. exciting. Um, I legendaried once in destruction, but I, I can't seem to get back in the rhythm of destruction. I've, I've been using ice Spikes lately, and I just, I, I'm not crazy about destruction anymore. And I used to be just like you, Brent, such a battle mage and all about I got restoration on my left and I got my my destruction on my right and I'm gonna throw fireballs at you, but it's just kind of lost its pizzazz from
2: you. Do you know what I've done? Because I had the same thing happen to me. I've been using ruins. Ruins, 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 ruins. Ruins. What am I I saying? Ruins, ruinscape, Ruins. 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 So yeah, I use frost ruin, I use all like all of them, I even use ash shell
0: ruin too. Immobilize my enemies. Just say Rune. Rune Renee Zelliger. Rune. <laughs> what? <laughs> she loves the podcast. Big
1: listener. Great friend. Big listener.
2: How about you? What do you? Do you use magic? Gun?
0: Oh, <laughs> barely at all. I'm a sword and board kind of adventurer. You're if I'm not if I'm not using my shovel in the garden, you're using your shirt and bird. <laughs> shirt and bird. Shirt and bird. Stab and block. Yeah. No. No, I don't touch them out. I, I did, uh, real quick, I did use a little bit of alteration. Uh, for my smithing process, right. transmuting mm-hmm. uh, from one metal to another precious metal so I could craft the jewelry for my uh, bandit clan. So you're more of a warrior yeah. when it comes down to it. Oh, uh, does, is this because they're... of your
1: association with the bandits? You don't see very many bandits using magic. Right, right, they're I don't want to
0: intimidate them more than I already do. Right. Speaking of which, how's that going? Um, it, it goes, uh, you know, every, every week uh, we lose more initiates. Because you're killing them, or yes, because okay, because they're not following my leadership yet.
2: If you keep saying you, you never should have come here. You're like, guys, I've been here every day for the last month. Like, you know me.
0: Yeah,
1: but I'm not giving up.
0: I will not give up on my journey, my quest.
1: It's good to I have. I believe
0: them. in you. I like, don't care what everybody else says.
2: And everyone else is saying that you're, you. Know, I mean, don't don't live online. Do not.
0: Well, I mean, online. since you know, since I did become the harbinger of the companions last episode, uh, I mean, I, I haven't had any setbacks. We've not moved backwards, so. No, no progress is uh, slow progress, right? <laughs> if you will. How about you, Brent? You said earlier that you're a destruction kind of guy. Give me
1: uh, some specific spells or some of your favorites.
3: So uh, let, me, let me clarify. As a battle mage, I don't, I've never really gotten into restoration. Um, I'm an all out type of warfare type of guy. So you got some nerve. I do destruction. Never should have. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> I do destruction and conjuration. Conjuration. Um, and those are my two go tos um, when I first dabble into magic. What do you conjure? So, um, well, uh, it depends on what level I am at the time, but usually the highest level um, summon that I actually have that, you know, maybe it's a Storm Art. Artronoc. Yeah. Uh, or Demora Lord. Or, okay. um, Which I've been using. Something else. Like whatever I have is the strongest. I, I usually, you know, I'll summon him no matter what and he follows me and then I'll we'll just rush in with everything else I have. Um yeah. But uh, but that that's my main combination that I like to start off with. You know, before any battle, I always conjure somebody to be right. there with me, and then me and, me and my buddy would just rain hell and, and fury on
0: everything. Do you also have a, a follower with you, or you, you rely on your magical abilities? Magical abilities. I typically don't have followers. So I feel like they get in the way. Okay. They very much
1: do. there is Sunny loves followers. In fact, he's got a dog, Barbas, and he's got his follower, which is. Oh, a nice. And I, I can't stand playing on his account though because they are constantly in the way, and you constantly hear that dog barking. And I'm like, "Babe, can I kill him?" And he's like, "No."
2: So Serana has been. She's been I've had her for a while. She's been pretty good. I got that one um, perk from the Black Book where your companion, your follower, is not hurt by your spells, your shots, or anything. So I can just. But the thing is, she gets a little bloodthirsty, so she will sometimes will kill people without me even knowing, or she'll just like kill someone I'm trying to like.
1: Save well, you got to do what you got to do, but... I mean, I'm going to have words with her, mm-hmm.
2: you know?
1: Her blood boils in the sunlight, you know?
2: Yeah, it's so hot. Beautiful
1: here. sky, ribbon weather. She, yeah, it's so hot. I'm sworn to carry your burdens. Wait, wrong wrong one. Speaking of burdens, Ooh. I think we can uh, wrap this up and burden everybody with the burden of listening to us. Wow, look at that segue. You I got a burden of waiting for the next episode. That, too. It is a burden, yes, it is. That, too. So I'd like to thank everybody for once again listening to the one, the only, the hashtag DovaCast, arrows to the knee. For Lee Stetson, for Dorian Mitchell, for B. Dunham, a.k.a. Bart Draugger, a.k.a. Brent Durham. I am Killian McMurphy.
2: And Killian, how will they find you if they want to look look for you online? Online, you say? On the web.
1: Like social media?
2: Like social media.
0: On my pit boy? Go away. Pit <laughs> boy, is that like a pit wolf?
2: Don't encourage him.
0: <laughs> Manny Mo and Larry. Oh my god. I am on
1: Facebook at Killian McMurphy, Instagram at Killian McMurphy, at the shooter KM on Twitter. How about you, Dorian? Where can we find you on the media that is social?
2: So I'm on Facebook at Dorian Mitchell, I'm on Instagram at Dorian M forty eight, and I'm on, on Twitter at Dorian M forty eight. And don't be afraid to reach out to me, say hi, drop me a fun fact about Skyrim.
1: Yeah, this is all he's got going on.
2: That's so. not true. Let's not, let's not put that out there.
0: <laughs> he's getting better at his plugs every month, isn't he? I am getting better. You know? <laughs> How about you, Lee? Stetson3 at Twitter. Okay. For all inquiries, reach out to Dorian. Oh. Fetch the meat. <laughs> Fetch the meat, yeah. How about you, Brent? Anything you want to plug, bud? Nope. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: that does it for us. I think, but hey, as always, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. subscribe my dudes.